Okay, looks like, oh, there we go. Got it. Hey, everyone, this is Carrie Beck with Homeschool Coffee Break, and we are here on Memorial Day weekend. Yes, I know it's a holiday, but I'm just, I missed last week. I just want to make sure that we were here to help you because Homeschool Coffee Break is all about giving you the confidence to quit the overwhelm and be able to take that homeschool coffee break that you so deserve. What are we going to talk about today? We are going to talk about, um, can't even think, how to create a better homeschool. I'm just trying to make sure that we are here. All this tech stuff and trying to make sure that all of it goes okay. Because I'm in Zoom, because some of y'all don't like Facebook. And so what I want to do is go through just a few ideas to give you a better homeschool. And let me pull up this chat so that I can see if anyone or if anyone else is here. Um, thank y'all for being here. If you are here, um, whether you're listening to the replay or the live, leave me a comment and let me know what type of um, homeschool you have right now. And how would you describe that homeschool? I would love to hear what that is because I would love to be able to help you make it even better. Now, I will tell you that wherever you're listening to this, I hope some of you have already subscribed, but there's a little button somewhere around there to subscribe. So be sure you subscribe so that we can keep getting this information out to as many people as possible. So I guess I have a question. Are you hoping for the best homeschool possible? Most of you are. Most of you are homeschooling because you want something better than what they were getting wherever they were home, wherever they were educating, whether that was in the public school or a private school or some sort of co-op, you're looking for something better. So what type of education are you giving your children right now? I'm not talking about a method like classical or unit studies or Charlotte Mason or unschooling. I'm talking what type of education? What is the end goal for that? What is where, yeah, we're just going to talk about that because I'm going to talk about three types. Some of you have heard this before, I know, but I think it's really important that you know what type of education you are giving to see if it matches up with what you're really desiring for your children as well. So, um, yeah, there we go. Um, what I want to do is describe those three types, and then I'm going to give you some three four tips, it looks like, um, to be able to give your kids a better education. All right, the three types of education, and like I said, some of you have heard this before, but I think it's really important that we know. The first is a conveyor belt education. It teaches our kids what to think. They all get on at the same little stage. They're all tested the same way, same activities. Go to the next one, same activities, tested 12 stages, 12 grades. All right, and then at the end, they get a stamp of approval. They're sent off to the market the job market. That is our traditional school model for modern times right now. That is not traditional for centuries past. It began, I would say, around the 20th century, probably in the mid to late 1800s. And Charlotte Mason was appalled at what was going on. And that's why so many of you follow her, because she is going against that system. She felt like kids were um, valued. And so we need to look at that. If you are, the other thing about this, that system teaches your kids what to think, to be compliant, and to, um, to just use textbooks and just regurgitate information. They're just learning what? 
The second one is a professional education. It goes beyond that. It's sort of like a competitive conveyor belt. And this is what we see in the university models. We see this in trade schools. We see this in um, upper education. We still aren't teaching our kids how to think. We're teaching them when to think. So if they go to med school, they learn, what do we do when this happens? All right. And so also, like if you go to a trade school, maybe you go to an electrician school and you go to their house and you, oh, no, the light's not working. Here's what you do when this happens. I'm not comparing a human body to a house. I'm just saying those are similar types of education. So a professional education trains our kids for careers and to retire. The last one is leadership education. This is where we teach our kids how to think, critical thinking, how to think for themselves, how to think biblically. And when I discovered this five years into our homeschooling journey, for those of you that don't know, we homeschool for 10 years. When I discovered this five years into our homeschooling journey, I was like, that is what I want. I want my kids to know how to think, how to think critically, how to think biblically and make wise decisions from the Bible when they leave our home. And so for the rest of our homeschool years, that was the type of education. So leave something in the comments um, or wherever you're listening to. Let me know what type of education do you want for your kids? Now, you can use those methods like Charlotte Mason Classical Unit Study and School. You can use all of those. Because there are some specific things that are true of leadership education. And those are things that you can give your kids with any of those methods. You need to take a step back. What type of education are you? do you want to give your kids? Most of you are going to say leadership. There are some that will say professional, which I don't have a problem with. You know, get a job. Uh, we need to realize the conveyor belt was set up to get kids to where they would go take a job. The industrialists were pouring tons, billions of dollars into our education system at the turn of the century. And they needed workers. They did not need thinkers. And so that is what, excuse me, that is what they did. They taught our kids to be followers and to not lead, to not be able to think for themselves. They just needed productivity check off the boxes. And that's what some of y'all are doing. And you're frustrated and you're overwhelmed. So some of you are saying, okay, this is just one more thing for me to do. Not really, because leadership education is a lifestyle. It is not one more thing to do. It is paying attention to what's going on around you and just using whatever you are already doing, but giving it a purpose and an attention. Now, I'm going to tell you about three things that I think you need to be having in your homeschool to be able to give your kids a leadership education. You can use Charlotte Mason, Mason, Charlotte Mason Classical Unistudy Unschooling. I actually provide a whole way that you can do all of those at different times, at different ages, and give your kids a Christian leadership education. You see, there's a lot of information out there about leadership education for kids, but it does not have a faith base. So what are the things that we need to do? First of all, we need to uh, teach our kids thinking skills. That's the obvious thing. It's not a workbook. Critical thinking is not a workbook that you give your kids to solve some problems. It is something that we should be doing in every subject area, whether that is math or science or history or literature, or music or art, writing, reading. 
no matter what it is, we need to be giving our kids thinking skills. Now, I personally believe thinking skills, critical thinking skills really start when the abstract thinking starts. So I don't really worry about it in the elementary ages. When I start doing this is more in the junior high and high school because abstract thinking begins around 12 or 13 years old. And so that is what, excuse me, I'm going to have one little sip. I keep having a little problem, don't I? That is what I think is really important that we need to do. Um, if you've heard me talk before, read, write, and discuss is an easy method that you can use in any subject. You read, your kids read every day. They write one page, one page about whatever, about, not narration, not retelling, but about it. And then we discuss once a week. That is an easy way to put it into science or math or reading, literature, history, philosophy, theology, music, art, all these different subject areas. And so read, write, discuss. Now, that is my three-step process. Tools of learning is another thing you need to be giving your children. And I think when the kids have the tools of learning, they can learn for a lifetime and they can use those tools to then make critical decisions, make wise decisions. And we need to always do this from a Christian perspective, putting on the lens of scripture. How does this work? I already mentioned when they are younger and they maybe don't have that abstract thinking, you are laying the foundation of whatever it is. That's what's so good about classical and Charlotte Mason. You're laying the foundation. And so what I think is important, this is a great time to do memory work. This is a great time to expose them to a wide variety of subject areas and just let them explore, encourage them to enjoy. You know what? If your kid doesn't do the fourth grade science book, is it going to make a difference? I will tell you no, because we never did any kind of fourth grade science book or fifth grade history book or whatever. We just chose different topics during elementary school and did that. So you're basically laying the foundation of reading, laying the like ABC and then writing words, sentences, paragraphs, essays. Uh, math, you may be learning some multiplication tables, history. This is a chance that they can learn dates, dates and dead people, but you can have fun with it. There are so many songs about that. You can learn geography. All of this is foundation. All right. Then when they turn 12 or 13, that's when you need to begin to teach them logic. Logic, you know, there are fallacies out there. The best place you can go look is the media. They are constantly committing fallacies. And so you can begin to teach your kids fallacies. And then in high school, that's where I think they take everything they've learned and they begin to pull it all together and form their own opinions. This is where we pull it together and they are using their critical thinking skills and they are making decisions to be able to come up with their own opinions. And then they have to substantiate it. Some of the ways we did this was with debate or with research papers. So those are some tools of learning that you can use. And then from a Christian perspective, I think it's very important that we use our Bible and we start from birth, giving them good biblical character. And so that is another thing. A good leader, a person that makes wise decisions has godly character. Those are things that I think really make up what leadership education is. Christian leadership education is all about. You can use a variety of different methods. I personally, when I teach um, our Raising Leaders, Not Followers course, I personally use bits and pieces of Charlotte Mason and classical and unit study and unschooling 
and the biblical principle approach. That's another one that some of you maybe haven't even heard. Again, Christian leadership education is a lifestyle. It is not one more activity. You can take what you are already doing. The only thing I would sort of pull away from are textbooks and begin to use classics. Make way for duckling for preschoolers and kindergartners. You know, Little House on the Prairie and Tom Sawyer for elementary. Huck Finn and The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings for junior high. The Iliad, the, um, the Odyssey. Um, Oh, I was trying to think of that one in the middle. There's lots of them in the Middle Ages. But even then, the Declaration of Independence, that is a high school text that your kids need to read and understand. So this is a process. This is a lifestyle. This is a way of raising our kids, raising our kids to be leaders. I personally believe when you have this purpose and you know that you can get off of that conveyor belt, and you can do things differently and you have the confidence. And how do we gain confidence? This is where I want to close. It is in our faith. We develop confidence by going to God and we ask him, God, what do you want us to do? He's not going to say thou shalt Charlotte Mason or whatever, but he is going to give you wisdom to know some of the decisions that you are making. And when he does, follow it and quit doing all that extra stuff that's overwhelming you. Just follow his leading. Someone has told me that our Bracing Leaders course, the difference between that and all the other ways to homeschool is faith. Carrie, you're always encouraging people to go back to God and know what is God's will for your family. And that way you can do things differently. You don't do things differently for difference sake. You do things differently so that you do things better. You actually do the best for God. And that's what we want to do. So I believe when you're always going to God, it will reduce the overwhelm. You'll be sure of yourself. And then you will have a purpose for all those educational activities and say no to everything that doesn't line up with what God's calling you to do. Now, I do want to tell you that right now we have opened our Raising Leaders course. It will not have a brand new opening till next May. We may have a few little flash sales, but right now to have we're having our summer class. It actually begins a week from today on June 5th. And if you would like to join us and learn more about raising leaders and not followers, you are welcome to do that. I know some of you might be listening to this after the time. And if that's the case, you can still get on our wait list and you'll get notified of whenever we have openings. But um June 5th on Monday will be our first week of classes. This week on June 1st, we will have a group coaching call. And everyone that signs up, we're going to have a coaching call for you. And we're going to make sure that you get started off on the right foot. The other thing cool, if you are listening today on Memorial Day, if you're not, so sorry. And you sign up today before midnight, you can get our little Memorial Day weekend bonus. And that is our patriotic, patriotic holidays bonus uh, unit study. And what we have is we have three unit studies. They're a total of $45, $15 each. And you will get a unit study on Flag Day, June 14th, Independence Day, July 4th, and Election Day uh, over there in November, first, Thursday, first Tuesday of each um, November. There are other election days too, but that's the one for this year. All right. 
you can go to howtohomeschoolmychild.com slash RLNF for Raising Leaders Not Followers and see whatever we have there. It will take you, if this is already closed, it'll take you to the webpage. I mean, the wait page. If you're here on Memorial Day, it'll take you to the weekend bonus. If you're not here on Memorial Day, it'll take you to the regular page. So go look at it. See if this is a good fit. Let me know what questions you have. Some of the people have asked me and said, Kiri, do you get any hand-holding? Like, am I off on my own all summer long? No. It is six modules, six weeks of courses, but here's what we do. Week one, module one. Week two, module two. Week three, break. Implementation. We give this to you in bite-sized pieces so that you can begin to implement it. So you do two weeks of study, and then the third week, you actually implement some of the things that you've been learning. Then week four and five, modules four and five, and then another implementation. We want you to see results. We're not trying to just shove things in your face. We want to see you. And I have moms like Laura Cruz who says, Carrie, after I took your course, my mindset changed, our routine changed, and my kiddos love their new teacher. Another one of our, um, Helen, she said, and she's from England, she says, Curie, I was really skeptical. After I got it, I wasn't so sure. And I thought, did I make a mistake? And I really wasn't sure. And you know what she said? After module two, I knew I was in the right place. And it has made a huge difference in our homeschool. In two weeks, it made a huge difference in her homeschool. So if you want to join us June 5th, go ahead. The description, wherever you're listening to this, should have the link so that you can go ahead and listen to this. And um, I, if we have questions, I'll take them, but I don't really see any right now. And I was sort of trying to look at, see. Nope. Okay, well, thank y'all so much for spending time with me. I am Carrie Beck with Homeschool Coffee Break. We wanna quit the overwhelm so you can take a coffee break. <laughs>